When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey gang, Doug Maurice. we're into the offseason. The 2020 college football season is over. The Alabama Crimson Tide, the national champions with the win over the Buckeyes. You know that. We're still going to do the pod. We're still going to do our tech service. 614-350-3315. Let us take you through the offseason. We don't stop just because they stop. So good time to try it. It's kind of a different thing, right? There's not going to be as much Ohio State football stuff out there on the internet. So we can bring it right to your phone. 14-day free trial. 614-350-3315. And Buckeye Talk. Still going strong. We got to figure out exactly what we're doing, but we're still going, as far as I know, five times a week. We might go four this week because we got to sleep, but we're going to keep it rolling. We got to work out a plan. We'll let you know, but make sure you keep tuning in here for now. Your five headlines about Ohio State football for the week of January 13th. The Alabama Crimson Tide beat the Ohio State Buckeyes 52 24 in the college football playoff national championship game on Monday night. Alabama led early. 35-17 35-17 at the half. The Buckeyes hung around for a while. It was 7-7. It was 14-14. Ohio State moved into scoring territory again. Kicked a field goal middle of the second quarter. Pulled within 21-17, but then Alabama pulled away from there. Two touchdowns in the last three and a half minutes of the first half. Field goal early on. Last chance for Ohio State. A touchdown on a quick one-minute and two-second drive in the middle of the third quarter. Pulled to within... 38-24, but then Alabama pulled away from there. Two final touchdowns. Alabama wins 52-24. Ohio State never really stopped Alabama. 621 offensive yards for Alabama. 341 for Ohio State. And the 52 is an issue for Ohio State, but the 24 might have been more surprising. Everybody figured this would be a shootout. Everybody figured that one of the best offenses in college football history is going to be very difficult for Ohio State to stop. So Ohio State would have to score with Alabama. And once Trey Sermon, the running back who'd played so well in the previous two games, went out with an injury on his first carry of the game, that got a lot more difficult for the Buckeyes. So they put up 24. They lose to Alabama. Alabama, the 2020 college football national champions. I'm Doug Maurice from Cleveland.com. The Ohio State career of quarterback Justin Fields is coming to an end. This is Doug Maurice of Cleveland.com. Fields, the starting quarterback for the Buckeyes the last two seasons. 22 starts as an Ohio State Buckeye. A record of 20 wins and two losses. 63 touchdowns. Nine interceptions. 5,373 passing yards. 9.3 yards per attempt. 68.4 completion percentage. Justin Fields will certainly go down in history as one of the best quarterbacks to ever play at Ohio State. The Buckeyes don't get a national title with Justin Fields, but they made the playoff twice. Tough semifinal loss in his first year as a starter. National championship loss in his second year as a starter in an era when there are more great quarterbacks around. I think we do have to be careful of saying that it's a failure if you don't win a national title with a great quarterback. Trevor Lawrence at Clemson won a national title as a true freshman, a season when he didn't even begin the year as the starter. And then his last two years, he did the exact same thing Justin Fields did, just in reverse. A national title game loss and a semifinal loss. And that's Trevor Lawrence, 
who's probably going to be the number one pick in the NFL draft. Justin Fields might have a small chance to be that number one pick, might be the number two pick, certainly a top five pick. Very accomplished, has helped set the foundation for what Ohio State quarterbacks can be in this Ryan Day era. Doesn't get a national title, but man, that is a high bar. Everybody will remember Justin Fields. Did not play as well against Alabama as he did against Clemson. But against Clemson, he threw for almost 400 yards and six touchdowns. So how could you match that? Justin Fields, 17 of 33, 194 yards, one touchdown against Alabama. Ran it six times for 67 yards. Just not enough in the end, but a tremendous career for Justin Fields, who has not officially declared for the NFL draft. He's only a junior, but he certainly will do that. And then next year, a quarterback battle for the Buckeyes between redshirt freshman C.J. Stroud and Jack Miller and incoming true freshman Kyle McCord. That certainly will be interesting to watch, but everybody will remember what Justin Fields did as an Ohio State quarterback. I'm Doug LaMaurice from Cleveland.com. The loss of running back Trey Sermon certainly affected Ohio State's national title chances on Monday night. This is Doug LaMaurice of Cleveland.com. Sermon, one carry for two yards, injured on his very first carry of the game in the national title game after he had ripped up defenses in his previous two games. Big 10 championship game, 29 carries, 331 yards. College football playoff semifinal against Clemson, 31 carries, 193 yards. So that's, what is that? More than 500 yards in the previous two games. National title game, one carry for two yards. He did return to Columbus, not with the team, but he did return on Tuesday. His arm was in a sling but Ohio State reported that he's okay. So that's good news for Trey Sermon going forward. But certainly his absence had something to do with the fact of Ohio State only scoring 24 points in the national title game when you figured a shootout was required. Master Teague, who had served as the running back, the the primary running back in the first two-thirds of the season, filled in just not as dynamic as Sermon, not as much tackle-breaking in the second level, certainly as Sermon showed in the previous two games. Master Teague, 15 carries, 65 yards, two touchdowns, 4.3-yard average. Looked pretty good early on when he had some holes, but just wasn't the same. So that's something that Ohio State fans will remember for a long time. Very similar in a lot of ways to when Ohio State lost Ted Ginn Jr. in the 2006 national title game, the end of that season, early 2007, as the Buckeyes lost to Florida. Ginn scored the first touchdown of the game, injured in the celebration, and you take a dynamic player off the field, you miss his skill, but it also affects your game plan. And without Trey Sermon, Alabama didn't have to respect the run game as much, and they were able to get after Justin Fields, and it just changed what the Ohio State offense could do. We're now into the offseason. Make sure you're reading cleveland.com slash OSU and continue to listening to our Buckeye Talk podcast from cleveland.com. Some questions about the Ohio State defense coming out of the national title loss to Alabama. This is Doug Lamarice of cleveland.com. Kerry Combs, his first year as the defensive coordinator for the Ohio State Buckeyes, Questions about how the Buckeyes tried and did not very successfully defend this high-flying Alabama offense. Buckeyes had four linebackers on the field a decent amount of the time, did not play a lot of nickel defense against this high-flying Alabama passing game that featured Devontae Smith at receiver, the Heisman Trophy winner. Possible that they didn't have the horses in the back end. Nah, that's true. They did not have the talent at safety and in the secondary and at cornerback that they usually have back there. If they would have had Jeff Okuda, Damon Arnett, Jordan Fuller, as they did with the 2019 defense, they would have had a better chance to match up with Alabama. So I do think some of the schematic calls that Ohio State made when you thought, why aren't they playing more of a pass-centric defense is due to the fact that they trust their linebackers more. 
when they have Justin Hilliard, Baron Browning, Pete Werner, and Tuff Borland on the field at linebacker, they know they can believe in those guys. They don't have the same level of faith with what's going on at the second level. But this Alabama offense, in the running to be the best offense in college football history, certainly among the best. And that's what Ohio State faced in a pandemic year. So I think there are questions for Kerry Combs and how this Ohio State defense went about things this year. But in a pandemic, with a little bit of a talent dip in the defense that we saw from the beginning of the season, I think it's a little early to start wondering if you need a change on the defensive side of the ball when it comes to who's calling the defense. And again, it still goes back some of it, certainly to Ryan Day, with them running, I think, the single high safety defense that Ryan Day prefers to run. And that maybe is not the best defense to try to stop a passing attack like Alabama. But this will be something that we will be discussing going into the offseason. Probably the number one topic, is the Ohio State defense good enough? The answer is no. So then how do you go about fixing it? Is it just a talent influx that we will see as they kind of ramp the recruiting back up on the defensive side of the ball, or is there something schematic that might have to be adjusted? To read about that, make sure you're going to cleveland.com slash OSU and keep listening to our Buckeye Talk podcast wherever you find podcasts. I'm Doug Maurice. What's next for the Ohio State football team? This is Doug Maurice of cleveland.com. The Ohio State 2021 football season, and hopefully things are back to normal by then for everybody, is scheduled to kick off Thursday, September 2nd at Minnesota. A Big Ten opener on the road on a Thursday night. We know a couple years ago the Big Ten went to that plan of having a conference opener for one game to try to kick things off rather than having that non-conference stuff at the start of the year. Not an easy start next year. So Minnesota, which had a down year this year but was very good two years ago. Then week two, Oregon at home. This is the national non-conference series that was lost. The Oregon trip this season was lost because of the pandemic. At the moment, this is still the plan, Ohio State, to host Oregon on Saturday, September 11th. Then Tulsa at Ohio Stadium, Saturday, September 18th. Tulsa, top 25 kind of team in 2020. So those are not, that's not an easy start to the year. Akron in week four, and then you get into the heart of the Big Ten season at Nebraska, Purdue, an off week at Rutgers, Michigan State, at Indiana, Maryland, and then back to that Penn State, Michigan doubleheader to end the season. Home against Penn State, November 20th, at Michigan, November 27th, obviously the Michigan game. One of the other things that was lost during the 2020 season. So Ohio State will be losing a lot. They'll be resetting at quarterback. They'll be bringing in talent at running back. They'll have Garrett Wilson back at receiver. They might lose four starters on the offensive line. Looks like maybe three or four starters back on defense at the most. We have to see what some of these Ohio State upperclassmen with NFL decisions see what they do. But will be some changeover. There's real. There's no transition year at Ohio State anymore because every year, with the talent Ohio State has, Ohio State is a national championship contender. There's not a rebuild year. There's not a reset year. Just when you think they're resetting, they go off and win a national title. So it's not that. But there are some interesting battles ahead. Again, spring football, we don't know what that's going to look like. No spring football. You know, it was Most of it was canceled last year. No spring game last year. They typically start that in mid-March. We'll have to see where everything is. But a lot of decisions ahead about what the Ohio State Buckeyes will look like in 2021. And you can follow all of them by reading cleveland.com slash OSU, by trying our tech subscription service, a 14-day free trial, 614-350-3315, and by listening to Buckeye Talk. I'm Doug Maurice.